You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Hey, everybody, how you doing? It's yours truly, Mike Marino, live from my mother's basement. And this time, I am in my basement. Unfortunately, I had to leave Las Vegas, Nevada, and travel all the way back to New Jersey. But I was smart. I came in on a Tuesday because the whole world is traveling today and tomorrow, and they're going to be fucked. The weather in Los Angeles, California is out of control, and it's not on fire. It's under rain. So all my friends in Los Angeles, California, I'm so sorry that I left the day before you got stuck in the rain, but tough shit. And we all know that the 405 and the 5 freeway and the 101 that intersects the 134 sucks ass because that's the area that I unfortunately live in. And if it's not on fire, it's in puddles. Why? Because when it rains in California, they forgot to build a sewer system because they live on cliffs. Now, I'm not saying we're better off here in New Jersey because they don't have the shit that we go through, like snow. But when it rains, everybody runs and cries because that's California. So I will say it one more time. I'm happy that I'm actually in my mother's basement and I'm not in California. However, I did have a great time in Las Vegas, Nevada. We're down in the basement right now. It's the day before Thanksgiving. I'm sorry that I've waited so long to do my podcast. But the celebrities that are on the show tonight have attitudes. They think who the fuck they are, that they can show up whenever they want. And when they show up, they start making out and kissing each other in my mother's basement. If my mother was alive right now, she'd be crying watching these two jamokes kiss each other. In a couple of seconds, I will have one of them on the show as they introduce each other, making me laugh. We're going to have a great show tonight. I'm going to stretch this out for about an hour. And we'll talk about a lot of things that are going on, not only in my career, my celebrity friends' careers, and what's going on in the world, and my race for the White House. Because if you watched the show last week, you know that I had a little battle with Donald Trump right there in the green room inside the Tropicana in Las Vegas, Nevada. It came to blows. And if you saw who was on after I was on, Andrew Dice Clay, who stuck up for me and said that I would make a great president. So you never know. It's nice to have guys like that who get behind me and will help me in my pursuit to take over the White House and make America Italian again. Don't forget, you don't know nothing, you didn't see nothing, you don't say nothing, that's how I roll. We have some great sponsors we're going to talk about on today's show. we got a lot of good things going on in the world, and my swag is 25% off starting tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, Friday, Black Friday, all the way to Cyber Monday. So if you're going to be looking to buy Mike Marino panties that say get the bat right on the ass, Make sure you get them this weekend because you get 25% off. They come in small, medium, large, and maybe you shouldn't be wearing these panties. I'm not saying you wouldn't look good in my underwear. I'm just saying right now it says get the bat. But if you stretch it, it says gabagool, and I don't want to misrepresent myself. <laughs> we have a studio audience here tonight, and they're starting to giggle, which really upsets me because they should be fucking laughing. That was hilarious. <laughs> The last couple of shows I did, I had an uh, incredible actor on the show, and he keeps coming back because every time he sees my car in the driveway, he knows I'm in town and I can't get rid of him. He stops by. He's got one of those families that say, you know what? It's 830. Don't you want to go to the store or have a drink with your friends or something like that? Call my That's show. called marriage. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we say hello to my friend, my comrade, uh, my soon-to-be co-host because we keep on making more money doing this stupid shit. 
Gary Pastori, everybody, come on, Gary, come on down here and, and grab a seat. He's taking too long. He usually comes uh, up from the bottom. I'm sorry. I just left my wine <laughs> cellar. I'm having a great time. Hey, it's not that type of show. It's okay. It's Thanksgiving Eve. You know what you do on Thanksgiving Eve, right? You yes. fucked up. We do. We and get then the next up. day while you're cooking the turkey, you, you you're about to puke all of the yes. stuff in you, because you don't want to smell anything because you want to have it fucked up the night before. See, I don't do that anymore. Those days are over. I've quit. I've gone to a higher plane. Yeah, well, we're going to have some cocktails tonight. We're all going to go to the local pub. Yes. The local pub is called the Stagecoach Tavern, and it's been there since uh, 1776. And uh, some of our friends used to go there, like Paul Revere and his cousin. Uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders? Yeah, Paul Revere, Revere and the Raiders and the, uh, mus the Musket Men. George Washington slept here. George? No, he didn't sleep here. He slept down the block. He slept everywhere. There's too many he, Italians around here to like, hey, George, fuck out of here. That's right. They're all, they're all little and they're from that town. Right. We were just talking about little people. Little people. Yeah. The lollipop. The lollipop kids, because when we were kids yeah, and we kids, watched it's it. Guild. All right, lollipop guild. We could have explained it. Everybody out there who watched uh, The Wizard of Oz when we were younger, we thought the three kids with the lollipops were saying the lollipop kids, because that made sense. Like the dead end kids, the Bowery Boys. Right. Well, we were correct. We were corrected because for some reason or other, Gary brought up little people. We didn't say midgets. We were politically correct. We said little people. What do you call vertically challenged? Yes. Italians. Italians. <laughs> Italian people. <laughs> hey, oh, there's a guy here. Hey, oh. You can't talk to the audience because don't forget we're also on radio. All right. Well, they did that back in the day. There were people in the audience that were on the radio could see them, right? They still can. Walter Winchell. Oh, ladies and gentlemen and all the ships at sea. Look Please. at Ronnie. I made a wrong turn. I don't know how I got it. Have a drink. I ended up in Scotch Plains. Scotch a plane. Scotch a plane. This is Scotch a plane. Scotch a plane. That's what they say. Scotch a plane. This is not Scotch planes. This is Scotch a plane. Oh, look at my tree. That's the beautiful Janelle. Isn't that nice? Janelle Gator. Hi, Janelle. Sister Hi. of Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that old? is that old? Huh? Is that old? Did you ever hear that your whole life? No, see, it's, it's not I'm good. Sorry. Not good. It's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, his name's Gator. We're having a it's lot of fun here tonight. But not good? Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I don't mean to interrupt. One of the greatest things about when Gary and I do the show is the subject matters never have an end. No. We never even get through them. We were talking about the Lollipop Guild. And then we were right We never got the answer. You want to hear about the skin tag? This is great. The skin tag? Yes. You want to hear the story? It's pretty funny. All right. All right, so embarrassingly, so I had a skin tag. It was bothering me. I never had these things. I don't want them to well, grow set it up. Me. You guys set that up a little bit. Not everybody knows what a skin tag is. Skin tag is these things that grow under your underneath arm, your armpit. Under, and, in your ass. And my, my, my father had one, and when I was a kid, I was afraid of it. It's, it was like a little dangler, you know? It was like dangling. So instead of me going and doing a smart <laughs> thing and going to the doctor to get it removed, I buy these home remedy shits. So the first one you do is this needle and you stick it on a little rubber band goes around it and chokes it and it's supposed to fall off. Why are you looking at him? Look at the camera. It Talk didn't him. fall off. Oh, okay, why am I looking at him? Yeah, him and here. So it didn't fall <laughs> off. Is this better for you guys? <laughs> yeah, I need an eye line. Get an eye so, line. so thank you. And then I bought the spray. It it freezes at minus 60 degrees. 
Okay, minus 60 degrees. Turn the camera around. Don't look at him. I'm telling this a story. So this is a really great camera. This is a great it? story. This is riveting. So I shot the thing with the spray, and I froze my fucking armpit. I got, I got frostbite in the armpit, and the thing's still not falling off. So the moral of the story is, if you got a skin tag, go to the doctor and have it removed, and don't try and do it yourself. Now, one more time, I got this one other story, because this isn't I as never had one, Gary. If I did, I would come to you to do it. I'll take it off. Yeah. I'm probably better at removing yours than my own, but it's going to fall off. I know it. It is easier I don't to have somebody else's skin to have off. No, but <laughs> I, you, you want to hear something? Still. I know a guy, Eddie, he had a growth. He, he had a growth. Will you stop moving? He had a growth on his on his butt, and he didn't know what it was. It was He didn't know if it was a boil. So what does he do? He gets up on his sink, right? He pulls his pants down so he can see it in the mirror, and he fell off the sink. And he came into work the next day with two broken arms, a broken nose, and a missing tooth. So the moral to the so story, moral is, story is go to the doctor. <laughs> I've had some skin tags in my life, and I know what you're talking about. You're talking about going to get Dr. Schrolls. They get the rid of the wart. It freezes it. you got to be watching that thing. That thing is, is super cold. That makes it, it hot. Well, yeah, I got frostbite under my arm. You know, my father, my father had a couple of skin tags. Now, you're talking about an old-school Italian guy. You know what he did? What? He took a knife out of the drawer, and he cut it off his body. He ain't got time to go to the doctor. See what I mean? Yeah. You see, I, I just figured I had to put that out. What does this have to do with midgets and the, and the super guild? No, the lollipop. The lollipop guild. Yes. The, correct, <laughs> the correct term was they were singing, we represent the lollipop guild. That's correct. All right, so two subjects are down. That's two subjects down. I won't right. bring up skin tags ever again. No. Well, I'll let you know when it falls off, because what it does, I'm going to put it in my in a box, a little box, and I'm going to put it in my wife's stocking. Remember we used to have the term, what are you going to get in your stocking? Coal. <laughs> no, nope, skin tags that fall off. You've been a bad kid. You're going to get coal. You can't even say that to your kid now. They probably have you locked up and thrown in jail. Probably. My father threatened me. He's going to put coal in my stocking. And the kids probably like, why is there a stocking? How many toys did you get when you were young? One or two. That's right. Specific. I got four. I got G.I. Joe or Kung Fu Grip. G.I. Joe. Kung Fu Grip. Did you blow them up on, on uh, what do you call it, 4th of July? We used to blow up G.I. Joe. Right? No, used to make landmines. Fuck Ken. Oh, yeah. Ken got blown G.I. Joe hated Ken. Yeah, I know he, he did. put him in a headlock, pulled his head off, yep. then he went and banged Bob. And then what happened? <laughs> that was the end of the story. I got three G.I. Joes upstairs. You told me you got G.I. Tony, G.I. Angelo, yeah, or what? Nikki Salvi, Nikki and GI Ronnie Marmo. And, and did, did he, he, was, he was the first model. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie Marmo was the first GI Joe doll that was in the band. He, he played the trumpet. Look, he's got to come back home. <laughs> Look at him, he's the good-looking guy. <laughs> Says who? Look at that All shiny right. cash Can register. Play with your hair. Touch my head. Yeah. He's not doing good. I'm not having so a good cool. head, Dave. Look at it. Help yourself. Put your fingers through. Put your fingers through. You don't know another Italian you could touch his hair publicly no, like true. this. Because they go like this. You, you know could what? mess my hair. Look. But you were my friends for so long. Yeah, but I understand. But you could totally touch my hair. It doesn't matter. Most Italians wouldn't put up with that. I would never touch his hair. Your drunk cousin's coming, you know. Which one? Which one? Over tan that looks like a prune. Crackhead Richie. He's on his way. Oh, oh, is he? Easy, yeah. easy, easy. Oh my He's on his way. Yeah, while he's bringing the Richie table. Zambora. Richie Zambora. Crackhead Richie. Hi everyone, and guys. Instagram land. <laughs> All right, you got some fans writing into the show right now. Oh yeah. We got to cover the fact that uh, the uh, 
the new movie that's doing really, really well, of course, that's got all the big names in the uh, acting world is The Irishman. And Gary happens to be the opening actor in The Irishman. Tell us about it. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if I open it. I don't even know what I do with it. All I know is they built this big, luxurious barbershop just for me. And uh, Because you touch Ronnie Moe's hair. Yep, See? that's right. I said, actually, yeah. when so I went in, I said, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Make a little goal like that normal guy. And then I get killed. <laughs> See? So See? it's best not to look like Ronnie. Best not to look like Ronnie. You look like Ronnie, you're going to get killed. But yeah, that's been the news of the week. You look like me. You're always there. And I did uh, Soprano Con last weekend, which was amazing. Was it? This guy, Michael Motor, and his two partners. That's uh, a motto or motto? Mo Moda. 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 And Mike and his partners, they put this thing together. 15,000 fans in Don't the Meadowlands. 15,000? 15,000, and more than half the cast of The Sopranos was there. Maybe I should have went. You should have went. But you were busy. You were in Vegas. What are you going to do? Yeah. When you're in Vegas, you're in Vegas. What Anybody out Vegas there? In Vegas? The... You know why? Because the girls on the street are fat. It's unbelievable. And the girls who work on the plane, fat. Everybody's fat. Really? Maybe because it's cold out. I don't know what happened. You know when you walk the strip in Vegas and you and you and the girls I'm come. For. I'm talking to Ronnie because of the hair. When you when you walk in the strip in Vegas, you can have your picture taken with people who look like other people, Mickey Mouse and uh, you know SpongeBob. And then there's the girls that dress like flappers, girls dressed like cops, and they got the g-string up their ass. Some of these girls were two and three hundred pounds. No way. And I'm like, why? What the hell? What's going on? What happened? Is there, there's like a, because they a catered, shortage. They catered to all types there. Oh, uh, girl didn't even speak English. She's like a hundred bucks. I'm like, for what? Who's paying who? Christopher DeFranco, Ronnie, your fan club's on. Christopher DeFranco. Yeah, talk about four hundred pounds. Say hello, <laughs> crackhead Richie. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be here soon. We'll try and flip the camera around on him. Don't be doing that, taking ideas. <laughs> Put that hat on him. If you're really going to crack an like egg, him. scramble really it. Coming? Yeah. He's bringing wood. Yeah, he's bringing my pick. My, my table for tomorrow's Thanksgiving dinner is a four by eight sheet of plywood <laughs> being, brought, <laughs> being brought over by uh, your crackhead friend, yeah, Richie Zambor. Richie Zambor. Crackhead Richie. I call him Fredo. That's a good name, too. Fredo's coming with a piece we love of wood. Him. We're going to know when he's here. He's going to crash into the garage and then and He'll no make a lot of noise. He's going to try and bring the wood down the stairs. And, and he probably used this walls. piece of wood to lay cement, and there's going to be shit all over it, and I'm going to have to clean it. <laughs> Should have just bought a table. Shouldn't even have had... This well, good wine. Well, Very nice. Thank you. Drink it. I am. It's delicious. I also have a root beer to wash it down. All right, so we know he's in The Irishman. We know about The Sopranos Con. We know about Mob Cons coming up. Mob How about Con. the Johnny P Show? And the Johnny P Show. We're going to be shooting the Johnny P Show. Me. Is Ronnie Marmot guy? No, my, he's not going to be here. He's going to Chicago. Oh, um, excuse us. He's big time now. You know, he doesn't want these small time guys. He's big time. When you're big time, you don't hang out with these small guys. You hang out with the big time guys. That's it, mate. One of the time. greatest feelings in the world is to know that you're on stage working somewhere and your friend can't come to your show because he's on stage working somewhere too. Happy, Isn't that cool? Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, cousin Sal. Hey, Sal. How you doing? You should be coming to Hi, my Danny, house, Sal. How are you? Nice to see you. Thank you, everybody, for writing in so fast right now. I can't really keep up. I can't. And these new glasses, I can't really read all of this shit. But here's Australia. Hey, mate, how are you? Shrimp on the bobby. No worries. How's everything? Would you like a full stiz? Eh, good day, mate. Thanks for calling in. Say whether he's good or not, because I thought that was horrible. Hi, Sarah. 
It's not supposed to be Happy spot Thanksgiving. On. It's not supposed to be spot on. It's supposed to be funny. Ronnie, did you find it funny? Yeah, very funny. So, oh, here comes the wood. Is that crackhead? All right. <laughs> While everybody's watching right now, we do have to keep in mind that you are listening to us on ddvradio.com every Thursday night at 8 o'clock, and you're also listening to us on www.italianradio.com. That hello. Hey, hello. Come on in. Hello. Hey, look at this. This hello. is when you know you live in a cool town because people just drop by. Superstar, <laughs> Mr. Direct, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. Mr. Marino, what's going on? How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Nice Happy to see you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy th and you notice it's a cool neighborhood that in a white home, a black man just walked right out. He right your stance, he and it. he didn't get shot. He said it. So that's a cool he neighborhood. That's he what I'm talking it. about. I was thinking it. That but I is didn't what say I'm it. talking about. That's how you know you live in a really cool town, right? Right. Right. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Right. And he came in the back door. And he came in the back door. Because <laughs> he knows the back door is unlocked. That's some fucked up shit. You know you're at home when you just know to go to the fridge yeah. and, and let people wank on you. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes right in the refrigerator, feels right at home. But that's what we're supposed to be, and that's the way it should be. Good, happy people, friendly, having a good time, having a pre-Thanksgiving dinner, meal, and podcast. So we're on the we're on the Johnny P show on December fifth with yeah. it's me and you and the great Kreskin, and we're gonna hope to make some people disappear. And if Kreskin can't make people disappear, we'll make we know disappear. you and I can make people disappear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it's not, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh -oh. Who's that? I want to thank you when I was sick and in the hospital. I watched your videos and they cheered me up. And the coming to your show, just thank you. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And if you have a problem, you want to call me, ask me the question. Don't forget, ask Marino anything and I'll give you that answer. And then, Cam, thanks for writing into the show. We're always loving everybody, making everybody happy. That's what we do, okay? So we got another subject we need to cover, and then we're going to get Ronnie over here because I want him to talk about that as well. And don't forget, folks, 25% off Mike Marino swag. Get yourself some Make America Dying Again t-shirts just by going to MikeMarino.net. Log on, subscribe to the newsletter, and you always know when I'm coming into the area and I'm going to have Gary on the show. All right? Yeah, like that. Thanksgiving is a day that uh, we celebrate because uh, Christopher Columbus came over and he said, this is nice. I think I'll take it. No, that's wrong. How did it go? A bunch of English guys got on a ship called the Mayflower, right? They crashed into this rock called Plymouth. They got off. Their feet got wet with them stupid shoes they had on. Because they, they only had sandals. They were not prepared. Yeah. Correct. But they did have, they were wearing like capris. They had capris on with these stupid shoes with a buckle. No, I think you mean can candies. He candies. No, capris. They had capri, capri pants on. Capri pants. Right? Yeah. The, no, I'm talking about the Mayflower guys. The guys that came from England were wearing capris. They crashed into the rock. The boat didn't sink because they hit low ground. They got on. A couple Indians came out of the woodwork and said, hey, oh, what are you doing over here? This is, this is a fucking Indian territory. You come over here, bring your boat, and it crashed. Indigenous people, whatever. All right. This is Why how are you talking say. to them? You're on camera. I'm sorry, I'm on camera. But this, we got they don't know what happened. We're the only ones that know what happened. All right. So they Christopher can't... Columbus came here and he no, said, "Look, I don't, I don't like corn. I ain't eating that shit. Put the macaroni on the table. We'll call it Thanksgiving." They didn't even have turkey. How's that? They had lobster. You know why? 
there were so many all over. They used to wash up on yeah, the because beach. Because they were in the water. That's right. And the Indians said, hey, let's get rid of these lobsters to give it to them. And they gave it to them. Everybody got sick on the Mayflower, too, from eating rotten there's lobster. Your, there's my cousin, Joanna, Juliana, writing into the show. And there's our producer, Ciro DiPaggio. Hey, what's up, DiPaggio? What are you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Ciro, listen. We want to get back on the set and make silent partners because Ronnie's hair is looking better than it's ever looked in his entire life. That's right. And we have new cast members, too. They just walked in. We don't even know who they are. <laughs> Look at these people. Look at that table, huh? Just waiting for a four-by-eight piece of shoe rock. How come there's no sandwiches here tonight? You turned into your mother. You put the, the table. What happened to Johnny Salami sandwiches? <laughs> You know what I mean? David what? The holidays, like. That's not why that's there. Bullshit. That's a pad for when the board goes on, then the table costs are going to Can you pass on. over baby Jesus, please? Oh, yes. Please, I want to show everybody baby Jesus. Oh, my God. This is baby Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> Came in on a Mayflower. Also, no, I'm sorry. No, he is out. He, he, no, he did it. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm only, I'm only, I'm only kidding. You don't realize that that's the wrong color for baby Jesus, right? That's true. What are you talking that's about? True. She's tan. She's tan? She's but the scary Jesus that's usually in back of you is that's like what happened when he grew up. Color. <laughs> Here's how this all happened. This belongs to my grandmother. I'm never going to get rid of this. I just kissed it. When Jesus was born, three wise guys showed up and said, hey, when you grow up, you're going to be the head of the family. And Jesus was the first mob boss. See? So when he was a baby, he said, what am I going to be when I grow up? And the mother said, don't worry about it. You're going to have some power. And then... Jesus grew up, and he looked like this. He looked nervous as shit. He was scared because he knew he was wanted, right? Jesus was the head of the 12 families, not five. It was 12. Then it was 11 because Judah got out of hand, and he whacked them. Jesus went walking around going, hey, hey, you know who I am? You know who I am? You know who my father is? Don't mess with me. I have my father come down here, whack you on a Friday. Have you come back on a Sunday afternoon for macaroni? I have nothing to do with this one. <laughs> I'm out. I'm waiting for the bolt of light. Is this a holy day? <laughs> <laughs> Show the Charlie Brown tree. You got to really appreciate all of this stuff. Charlie Brown tree. We're only going to um, show you the Charlie Brown tree because Pigpen's on his way off. His name is Emilio. Oh uh, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. How funny is that? Look that's pretty ball. funny. Look the ball. Supposed to have a pair on there. No, the ball. One ball. Or one ball. Was there one, one ball, ball on a Charlie Brown tree or two? He's got one ball. It weighs it so far down that it actually bends. Right. All right. So what else? Let's do a quick shout out to our sponsors. Okay. And then we'll do the next half hour with Ronnie Mom. Hero King. Thank you, Hero King. Johnny always Sausage. Always supporting live from my mother's basement show with the different characters that I have. The, the, the sandwiches are absolutely unbelievable, and the sodas that he has are out of control. Hero King's of Nutley. You got to go there. He's on Franklin Avenue in Nutley. Franklin Avenue, Nutley. Nice Italian guy. He His even, name is Johnny Salami. And he has the, the leprechaun. What is he called? The leprechaun sandwich, which was liverwurst. And I said, why'd you call it liverwurst? Uh, the, uh, the leprechaun. He says, because Irish guys get drunk, they go in a bar, get their teeth knocked out, and the only thing they can eat is liverwurst. That's disgusting. That was ridiculous. 
ridiculous. I don't even know how he remembers that. The Hero King is a great place for sandwiches. And not only is it great for sandwiches, but the soda that he has. The cream soda that you like. And the root, the root beer. beer soda. That's not one of them. I know. But he had the Coca-Cola one. The cola one. He had that one that you like. The egg cream. Mm. Which is... Egg cream. I, I didn't like it myself. But you know what? If you're hungry no and you're having one of those sandwiches... It's it's really good. Yes, it's delicious. Uh, we could we could do this. Anybody really know why they call it egg See, cream? You're going to hell for that. Who said that? And Sal, Pastor, my cousin lives in Plymouth, and he said he could see the Mayflower from his backyard. Still there, you know. Down. You know, when people write into the show like this, it just makes you realize they're taking this way too seriously. I I I know that Jesus. What you know? What let's just go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> When you believe in what comedians are talking about, there's something wrong in your house. There's something wrong in your house. You know, I wanted to bring that up to Jesus. You need Jesus. Because have you ever called somebody and they don't call you back? You ever call somebody and they don't call you back? You ever text somebody and don't text you back? I hate that. I'm always the guy who always reached out. Have you been? Happy Thanksgiving. You want to get together? Should we do something? Haven't heard from you. And when nobody calls me back, I get set on fire. So this year, I'm deleting all these uh, phone numbers and uh, shit like that. It goes a couple of my cousins over the same. They're deleting my number. Well, what the hell? That's all right. Shit happens. Joey Gorga. Really? That's the guy from, uh, That's the guy from oh, House, Real Housewives yeah. in New Jersey. Hey, Joey, what are you doing, man? What hey, are you, how you doing, doing brother? Hey, forget about it. How's everything? Happy hey, listen, I apologize. I know you owe me a phone call. I'll call you tomorrow for Thanksgiving. We do have some shows. We wouldn't do two shows with him, me and him. Well, one, Joey Gorga from uh, what happened? We're housewives we just met like a week ago. Shh. I don't know. I know that. Shout out! I heard you. <laughs> What's up? You brother? watched that? Huh? You watched that? Hell yeah! That's weird. I love that. There's a bunch of seven-year-old black guy watches Real Housewives of New Jersey. You gotta love it. I'm got sorry, all buddy. Italians in the basement, and the black guy watches Jersey Housewives. This is just out of control. I gotta ask one question: Does anybody still do pasta before the meal on Thanksgiving? That's what I want to gone? talk about. It's not over. Because I think it's stupid. It's stupid that it's we stupid. don't. Or we do. No, no, you do. No, no, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. No what if you don't no, like turkey? House. I ain't having Done. turkey. I'm having money. Got the Maragats went Ugats because by the time you ate the Gats, you didn't want the ghouls anymore. Huh. Gats and ghouls, get it? Uh -huh. I, think, I, think you, you I tell you what, I am funny. You're that set, was funny, bro. Let that marinate, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say goodbye. Wait a minute. I, what, you don't want me to say goodbye yet? Well, I think there was one more subject we had to hit. All right, hit it because I got to let the hair in. Oh, well, Ronnie the Hair. Ronnie Is that the his hair. new name? I like it. Ronnie the Hair. Ronnie the Hair. Ronnie the, and who's the Ronnie tortoise? The huh? We gotta have the tortoise if he's gonna be Ronnie the hair. Emilio the tortoise. Yeah, well, because he's late. He's always tardy. There you go. Emilio the tortoise, crackhead Richie, and Ronnie the hair. He comes down. He's gonna come walking in. Uh, he'll have like a shirt on that you wear when it's a hundred degrees out, because he likes to dress like it's a hundred degrees, but it's freezing out. And a pair of shorts. That's it. Well, he wants to look sexy. Tell us where. Tell us where we can find you. Who, me? Oh, yeah. Uh, Gary underscore pastor dot com. Uh, not dot com. On uh, IG. Instagram. Oh, my God. And then. Uh, Facebook. And Facebook. GP actor. On Facebook. Or Gennaro Pastor, because there's no more room on the Gary. You can't friend me there. And uh, Gary Pastor dot com. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of stuff coming up. But we'll talk about it on the next podcast, because I got to let Ronnie in. He's waiting. I see sweating. It's my show. Oh, you don't care? Do you want me to stay? No, no, no. I don't have a problem. <laughs> can I do the can I do the introduction? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Here he is in the audience. 
the one, the only, Lenny Bruce is not a comedian, but he is Ronnie Marmo. I don't know. Maybe we could do that better. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sit back down. Sit back down. We got to do that better. That energy was horrible. That was horrible. Mm -hmm. Sit back down. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's been in many movies. He's been in many TV shows. General Hospital. Yes. The women loved him. Oh, they and his hair. I'm only jealous. Right now, he's touring the United States doing one of the most incredible off-Broadway off performances in a, in a uh, show called I'm Not a Comedian, I'm Lenny Bruce. And he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Unbelievable. From Broadway to Los Angeles and now Chicago. Please welcome our friend, Ronnie Marmon, ladies and gentlemen. That was way better. Way better. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bye. All right. Trade him out. Trade him out. Trade I him love out. you, Ronnie. I love you. It's well, this is for the weird. Isn't that weird? weird? Let me see. Hey, Jill, how you doing? Here comes your third favorite guy. Oh, I just knocked the Johnson off. Oh, there it is. No, that's not how it works. Did I do it? I listen a whole bunch of light. There you go. <laughs> Where's, the the, Where's, Where's the cheese? Where's the cheese? No more cheese. I'm taking my jacket. We're moving on to some other now. stuff. I'm sweating over here. Coming on the show right now is an incredible actor who we all know and love from around the world, but I know him from Los Angeles. However, he is from New Jersey. I would say Woodbridge, New Jersey is correct, right? That's true, Michael. And this is Ronnie Marmo. Now, we will make fun of him because he got this incredible hairline, but we're really not making fun of him. Now, are I wasn't making fun of him. It looks he real, though. It's crazy. Look. He can make fun of you. I can't because my hairline just doesn't go that way. I used to comb it like you, but I changed to the back foot flip. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, the, like the slick back. It's like too, too guido for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot of choices. <laughs> I always look like I'm in a wind tunnel for some reason. I don't know how that happens. You know, money money turns a bald spot into a park, though, doesn't it? Hey, it really does. Some guy said to me the other day, you got a six-pack? I go, no, but I make a lot of money, so I don't need it. It's called a pot belly. Now get the fuck away from me. <laughs> How's that? That's great, Mike. Yeah. Good job. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not having a great hair day, but I'm going I'm to stick to it. You know, it's a little... I know it's okay, you're not my finest. Not my fine, no, it's definitely not my finest, but it looks it's not okay. your finest, but it's all right. It's okay. It's funny, you're never gonna hear me say I'm not having a great hair day. Yeah, I know. I might say the way the lights are hitting me makes me look a little less. Oh, who's that? Jill? My favorite guy's hey Jill, what's yes. happening? What you is that a he? Is that like a laugh? Like yeah, she's saying ha. Oh ha ha. Ah, oh, see, ha. No, see Ronnie is also glasses. one of these guys that's around our age too. And what is this? The internet? Is this the internet? This is the internet. He doesn't know acronyms either. Are we on the Facha book here? It's the Facha book. The Facha book? No, actually, book. we're actually it's a fucker book. We're on a couple oh, of different oh, shows. My own. Why you got his glasses? Oh, Gary, I'm dizzy. Oh, but look, I can read it. No, look how nice. You can read. Oh, look how happy Thanksgiving. Who's that? Look how nice. I said well, nice. if you're going to be reading all these write-ins, why don't you read these? They happen in the hundreds. It That's fun. Now. I can't see. Yeah. Brooklyn. Have... Hi, Brooklyn. Italy. Italy. Oh. <laughs> that really sucks that... for the Italian people. That's probably, universal, right? Probably really just pissed that guy off. Do you know when I went to Italy? That guy from Italy. Hey, say something Italian. Oh. True story. When I went to Italy and I used all the... Uh... I used all the Italian stuff we do here. Yeah. My cousin looks at me like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I've never heard of any of that. Every That's Italian all. word we think is Italian is not Italian. You know what's really funny? It's the funny Just like it's him, you're talking to him over there instead of to the camera. Okay. What the fuck is with you? All right. What is it? What's it? All right, listen. So when I went to Italy and I Folks, we're recording. When I used Gabagool, uh, uh, when I used uh, just all the stupid Italian words, they don't know what we're saying in Italy. We made them up. We did make them up. Well, uh, some kind of a slang. But then again, how did our parents say it when they're from Italy? 
I don't know. There's got to be a reason. I never said Capricola in my life until I got to California. And somebody said Capricola, and he slapped my tongue right out of my mouth. I'm like, what happened? Gabagool. Yeah. Gabagool. You know what an Italian ghost says, right? Yes. Gabagool. We had an Indian dressed as Tony Soprano. Hey, you had your moment. Gabagool. It's all right. Hey, listen, I like the glasses. You think there's something I should go for? What do you think? How do you think, Look, you got a Mike Marino watching in California. Italian Entertainment that's Television. Ma that's it's a new cable show. Thank you very much. We appreciate <laughs> Michael that. Michael Moraine, not Moraine. I like glasses. I might go for these. You look good in them. Ron, Do I look good? Yeah, I do. I like them on you. You got to tell us about this whole big thing now because you went from doing the play at the 99, 69 cent theater. 68. Don't be 68, sorry. I said 99 cent theater. Thank you. He owns the 68 cent theater in Los Angeles, now in New York. Mm -hmm. And he started doing this play that you wrote. And it went from there to New York and then New York to Chicago. Yes. And, of course, you got the world-famous icon, Joe Montaigne, directing that, which is unbelievable. Tell us what's going on and where we can see that. Because you're leaving tomorrow, right? Yeah, Friday morning. We're Friday. I'm on stage Friday night. We're playing at the place called the Royal George Theater. It's beautiful. It's directly across from Steppenwolf, first-class theater. We ran for um, we ran for five weeks. And we, we were supposed to close this Sunday, but we just extended again through January 5th. It's uh, it's a beautiful venue and it's great. I don't know what can I say. It's a wonderful theater, and we're getting great reviews. We had uh, John Cusack came out, Bonnie Hunt, uh, people like that. Who DB DB Sweeney, um, lots of great actors. So DB Sweeney, you know him? Well, not personally, but I know of him. Yeah, he texted me today. Yeah, we're now pals. No he, shit. Yeah, he texted me today. He loved it. He came. Chris Chelios came. If you're any hockey fans, the great Chris Chelios came and saw the play, and uh, a lot of Chicago people have come out. All right. Well, one of the biggest things I think I saw just today is someone who came to see your show that just knocks everybody out of the ballpark. Who's that? I have to say that. Now, I met him once backstage. I never got to show off in front of him like you did, but Tony Bennett. Can you believe that? <laughs> Look you how believe? slow you turn your head. Can you believe that? No, no. It was one of the great nights. <laughs> they came backstage. They go, uh, Ronnie. Um, Hold it now. Tony Bennett, Tell the story. Tony Bennett sitting in the first row. Tony Bennett, yeah, he, uh, I don't know him, and he's, he was coming in to, to light the tree for New York, and he came in a day early just to see the place, because I got to see this little Bruce play. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. And, and Joe Montaigne told me after the fact, Joe said, if you would have put a pad and a pencil at his seat, he would have sketched you. He's famous for it. He's a beautiful artist, Tony Bennett. And I was like, oh, I should have done it. He said he would have sketched you on stage. But Tony Bennett came, and we talked for an hour after the show. It was one of the great nights of my life. It was one year ago tonight. Tonight. That? That he came and saw me perform, Tony Bennett. Well, what, what exactly did he say to you? It was like, hey, kid. You nice know. hair. Well, yeah, he <laughs> talked about my hair. And then he said, uh, he talked about, uh, no, because, you know, I called him out because I do this whole bit about blah, blah, blah. Yes, of course. You know, and I, and I asked if anybody knew anything about it, I had their blah, blah, you know. And Tony didn't raise his hand. And I, and I go, Tony, are you <laughs> kidding me? I go, you're Tony fucking Bennett. You never had your blah, blah. And then everybody went. Tony Bennett. I went, oh shit! I called him out. I should never said it because they didn't notice him. Right. And then it was it was one of the great. Honestly, it was like, and then we just talked about the play. We talked about Lenny Bruce. We talked about art. We talked about Joe. We talked about how much I admire him. I helped him to his car. I got nervous. He's on the older side now, and I was like, hey, hold on to my arm, Tony. Swear to God, he's he's a he's an incredible man. Incredible. We it's, talked it's for forty five minutes, maybe an hour. About five years ago, Tony Bennett was performing at the Borgata, and I was performing in the other theater right next to him. A same marquee, same show. I mean, different show, 
but same night. And all I wanted to do was just meet him on the way through the catacombs when you go around to come into the back of the theater. And I didn't get to see him, but I was like, wow, I'm on the same, it's amazing. same night. You know, guys like that, they're so classy, too. I mean, Tony's just one of the good guys, you know? I'll bet. He's yeah. the last of the, the big shots. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. So that's what's happening, you know? Well, tell us about Chicago now, because this is a whole big new adventure. How's the shows going out there? They're going great. It's unbelievable. We've had about 11 love letter reviews and one putz. Who didn't get it? I read about what you, the putts, and you, you, well, you were know, dressed like a nice guy. I posted it because I so figured. you got to tell everybody, set this up, because somebody, oh, a critic, some guy who probably can't fucking act, he sucks, he, he yeah, hates yeah. his own fucking life, you want to put him in a headlock and beat well, the shit out of him, because no entertainer really likes a critic. I'm going to get yeah. away with it. You could say Yeah, but Michael, with. you know, you set yourself up for that. You pay PR people to get critics in there, and then you got to take their opinion. They get in for free, too. Yeah, assholes. they get in for free. You got to buy them a drink, <laughs> take them to dinner, just to complain about your performance. What? Mother. You know what? We had a lot of nice reviews, right? You, what's happening here? Nothing. Okay. We had a lot of nice reviews. And then, and so people say, oh, great review. Congratulations. But I figured, well, let me post the negative one because you'll get more juice out of that, right? People will start talking about it. So I was like, I got to I can't just post when things are good. I got to post the best. So, so this guy's like, who cares about Lenny Bruce? Why Lenny Bruce? So I wrote a whole thing explaining why I think he's incorrect. And I would like to take him for coffee. And of course, he never took me for coffee. I so, couldn't believe it. I read what you wrote. Well, you know what take for coffee means. Hey, wait a minute. We're on the radio. Hey, man, I'm sorry. We're on the radio. You got to remember that because they can hear our voice. When Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.